Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of Partner Perspectives, the CX Partner Success podcast series, where we talk to Cisco executives, industry experts, and of course, our Cisco partners. Today's really cool because we are live from Cisco Live here in Las Vegas, and we're going to talk about what partners are seeing and what they're really excited about. And it's not just for me. I've got my good friend Oliver Tusick here, who is the SVP of our sales and routes to market within our partner channel. So Oliver, welcome to the show. I couldn't be more excited to talk to you. Thanks a lot, Scott, and I'm I'm a bit disappointed because it took you so long to invite me. I know, and I blame that on a lot of other people besides me. Okay, so, that's acceptable. That's right. Um, hey, so we're here at Cisco Live, and it's been a great event so far. I mean, it's, it it's, it's uh, we're well into it, and we still have a couple more days left. But what are you hearing from partners? What are they seeing, and what are they excited about? I mean, we've been doing a lot of stuff with them this week, yeah. but kind of tell me where you're going. So there's a couple of surprising things. First of all, I believe, and I don't have the final numbers, but we have never had that many partners at a Cisco Live, which is a customer. That's awesome. So we're like yeah. the highest attendance from partners this exactly. year. Exactly. And that's the first thing. On the other side, uh, we had a couple of uh, sessions and events, and I met a lot of partners, and they are so positive. Um, and don't get me wrong, we did a lot of hard work, especially uh, with the CX <laughs> that's teams. That's right. But across all areas, and um, I have never seen over the last five years, maybe even longer, such a positive momentum. There's a support, the will to win together with us. They love the announcement. And I'm sure you saw Chuck and Jonathan and yeah. G2. The story is exactly focused on what we call the age of the partner. So all great right now. So partners are positive. I mean, and you know this, you've been around doing this a lot longer than I have. We get our share of constructive criticism from them. But they're remaining positive in our direction with, with what not only Cisco's doing, but selfishly with us, with CX, right? Yeah, the, the, the point of criticism, uh, and we need to be very clear on this one. Most of our partners are long-term partners, and they want us to win. They have a massive investments. So when they criticize us or give us very straightforward feedback, they don't do us to be a pain. They do us to help us find the right solution Absolutely. so that we can win together. Just be very clear, the criticism we get, it's very precise, very focused, and it's there for good reason. Oh, we've been together at a couple of events. I mean, we've been to POAB and a lot of events here, and we've had some direct criticism that's helped us learn and grow for some stuff. Hey, we had an event today called Partner Day where you hosted it. or not hosted it. You're a big participant of it. Uh, Jose Van Dyke and, and Rhonda were the hosts of it. But you, you, you saw the room. You saw the activity. And there were a ton of questions, a lot of interaction. Kind of give me a recap of what happened at Partner Day. Because, again, you, you opened up with this. This is a customer event, but we had a three, four-hour session for partners. Yeah, and the room was packed. Packed. The, you, I always know if there's people standing at the end, and everybody's in the front row because yeah. nobody know, uh, wants to go in the front row, but they, the room was packed, and we took out Cisco people to give space for the partner. So, first thing, there was a huge interest. Then the other thing you can see and we know this in these days. There's people sitting in the room and watching their phone. Nobody picked up their phone to, to well, check social media. Yeah, I was scanning the room, and everybody was dialed yeah, in. Yeah, fully focused. We had tons of questions. We run a bit over. And the other interesting thing is, even we tell them, oh, we will share the slides afterwards, everybody was taking pictures. Yeah, that's the only time I saw news. the phones was in the pictures. Exactly. So um, I think we, we're addressing the right topics. And by the way, as you just said, we've been clear that, that certain things are still not there. There's some things we need to do on the managed service side. There are some things we need to sort out when it comes to progress and simplification. Even we see a big improvement, there's a lot to do. And Denzel, who had the last session of the day, he brought it also home on PLS and what we're doing. And what I especially love is how he links it 
to the changing market. Right. And that was that is always well received because nobody disagrees to our CX strategy. Just be very clear. They all see. By the way, some of them did this before we came up with this. And some of them do it better than us. Exactly. But they all agreed. But they also expect us now to, to lean in, to move faster, to enable them and support them. So overall, coming back to the partner day, again, surprisingly positive. They love what we're doing. And, of course, they want more. Yeah. And as we left this session, which was, was uh, kind of like a lot of, I think Rhonda described it as uh, a lot of quick hits of, of TED Talks, right? There were short presentations. Uh, but afterwards was the like the little the, the demo stations and those were packed all the way through lunch I thought so it was a good session so good will we do it again? Yeah, I think um, that's something we started. I think it's Cisco Live because we did this long time ago. Mm -hmm. Then we stopped doing it because normally when you are a partner you come with a customer to Cisco, right? right. And of course they want to focus on their customers. But the interest is increasing. We had the same in Amsterdam and Amsterdam was also completely packed, no seat available. And I think we're going to continue because partners love it and has been successful. Yeah, I talked to them on the way out. It was great feedback from everybody. And I think to your point is, you know, typically you want to come and host customers. But as an executive, you know, your, your schedule is filled up in these meeting suites, meeting with partners about their business, right? Correct. What's been the, what's been the, the consistent message from them about CX, about what, what we're trying to do with them from partner success? Yeah, the, the interesting thing, it's very consistent. Let's start with this one. And, of course, it depends what kind of background you have. We're hearing different feedback from, from America's partners than, for example, from the EMEA partners because they were running a bit different model. Yeah. But um, overall, the America's feedback is better, more positive uh, than in other regions. And I think uh, uh, the good thing is, and what they're telling us, uh, A, it's the right thing to do. B, it's a lot of hard work. That's why we're requesting all those the, workshops. There's no easy button. I mean, exactly. yeah. So, so um, which they, of course, don't like, um, but they accept it. And then once they're in, they see the benefit. There are customers standing up, sorry, partners standing up and saying, hey, we did it. And I will never forget, was not here, was in another event. A partner stood up after there was discussion, does it make sense? And he just stood up and said, guys, just to let you know, if you oh, don't invest in this one. That was two weeks ago in California, right? Correct. Yeah. If you, if you don't do this, you lose money. That's the biggest opportunity. We have the highest margin ever. So just the consistent message is it's not easy. It's the right thing to do. And, of course, there's also feedback. We are too slow on some of the stuff. We're missing some offers. We need to be better on the communication. We need to be clearer on the go-to-market on the right. sales. But it's, it's kind of there's no discussion on the overarching strategy. But we need to fix on our side still some small pieces. Pricing is one other thing. We need to ensure that they can make money on this one. So these are the things we hear. But where we might have a time where there was a lot of uncertainty, it gets clearly better on the partner side. Now we need to deliver. I mean, a few years ago, partners weren't even agreeing with our strategy yet, right? So we had to convince them and evangelize why we should even do this. So we got them to the point now where they're at least on our side. But we got to fix some things, right? right. Hey, as, as, as part of the... The partner, Dane, and this is going to be, a, we're going to finish off Cisco Live with some great stuff. We, we're not even done yet. Uh, and Partner Summit's coming up in Miami uh, in November, and we're going to have some great stuff there, right? But you've done a lot of communication lately, and was part of the, your Partner Day partner, uh, 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 presentation around the age of the partner. Yeah. And, you know, those of, those of us who have been in the channel with you for a long time, it's, it's a great story. It's not even a story. It's a great frame of what we're trying to do. But kind of, kind of tell everybody who hasn't seen it yet what the age of the partner <laughs> is. Yeah, as you said, it's, it's 
it, it started as a great story and I presented it at Partner Summit. But now, as you just said, it's a framework. And it's, I, again, I'm using the same word. I'm surprised that nobody pushing back on this one. Yeah. I said, hey, it was a wild idea when I started it. But no matter where you, which you, whom you talk to, the analysts, the, the press, more important, the customers, they don't call it age of the partner, of course. Right. But they talk about, hey, we need partners to bundle these offers. We need partners to help us through the life cycle. So just to be very clear for those uh, that haven't heard the full story, due to all the things that happened over the last year, due to the way the speed technology is changing, complexity is on the one hand side killing our customers. On the other side, they know they need with the digital need to lead with the digital transformation. So everybody understands they create value with IT, so they're investing in the value creation. On the other side, they still need to operate and manage the entire setup. They need to reduce complexity. That's why they're asking for as-a-service management service. At the end, customer experience has been redefined. It's all what we defined before and more. More flexibility, more business value, more agility. And that's where the age of the partner comes in because nobody can do this on, our own, right. on their own. Cisco can't do it. None of our competitors. It's the combination of the partner. And that's good for us because we are the mother of all partner ecosystems. We started long ago. There's tons of companies that say, now we are a partner-focused company. But you don't change your DNA over the weekend. Correct. And we got it in our DNA and we are delivering on this one. So it's, it's part of the age of the partner, and, and I saw some stuff, uh, you know, in some of your blogs and some of the materials we have, you know, the ebooks and everything. But I love the way you laid it out this morning in, in the partner day. With uh, the first thing I hit on is what's the best customer experience? You listed like six or seven things yeah. a partner's got to do to give the best customer experience to the customer, right? Oh, yeah. And um, and there's all I mean there's 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 everything from selling our portfolio to you know to enabling the sales motions to um, uh, to making sure you're in the right routes to market. But the two that really hit on it because it's, it's it's kind of close to our, our our love of our heart and PLS is is service creation and life cycle. Yeah. Why is that so important to our partners? Very simple. So let's start with service creation. Um, partners have a unique opportunity to create a much higher value than ever before. Um, if, if partners would only resell a Cisco product or Cisco service, they will never be unique. And they will not be able to address the special needs of a certain type of customers. So with service creation, we help them to create offers on top of the Cisco products and services and right. software. So if you focus on this one, you create higher customer value, which at the end needs, leads to more revenues and more profits. On the other side, why I'm talking always about focus on the life cycle is very simple because there was a time where customers loved to do it themselves. So ship the product in the warehouse and they had a tons of We told them to do it themselves, right? Exactly. That was the model. That, oh, by the way, it was a very good and successful right. model. But as customers realize that they need to create value with IT, they're stepping out of this do-it-yourself. They don't want to deal with the entire life cycle of the product. So it's on us and our partners to create the customer experience. And customer experience starts from the order process, but it never ends. That's like why that. we call it life cycle. Yeah, in the end. I mean, it's, it's, it's awesome, right? So Dental talks a lot about um, our customers want to get more value from their, from, uh, from their investment. So if I buy something, what, what value can I give from it? And that's what the service creation and life cycle is doing for our customers, right? So we've got partners who are developing their own services around 
the stuff that we backstop them with, right? Like PLSS, yeah. more margin form, more customer experience for the customer. But our partners are winning deals now with the value they're wrapping around our stuff versus a price point, right? So we're not leading with price anymore. That's the key point on margin. Um, and I've been a partner, you know, yeah. before. And the problem is whenever you get to the point where you realize you become a paper forwarder for the vendor, you know you're more or less out of business. Yeah. Because customers at a certain time will realize. So you need to find a way always how to create a value that nobody else can uh, create. And if a company like Cisco helps you, then you're on the right spot. And the important thing, and we discussed this at Partner Day, it was a question even. It's very important to understand that there's not one size fits all. That's why PLS is not one product. It's a strategy. It's a right. framework. Yep. It's more. And it includes modules that are perfect for big partners that have managed service and all these lifecycle capabilities because they only need maybe the APIs. They need only certain levels of support. And they are partners just, just entering this kind of business. And they're pretty fresh and new to the business, and they don't have a lot. So they appreciate that we're building some blocks that allow them to resell more from the Cisco side. And there's not one size that fits all, but we need to be able to deliver the kind of support to the level the partner needs for their customer. Their differentiation point with their customers from partner A to partner B could be completely different. Agreed. Right. And that's why we're out there working with our with our partners. So another part of uh, the age of the partner, which I kind of liked, was we need to partner differently. So yeah. talk because <laughs> I've got a couple of thoughts, but talk to me about what you mean by partner differently. Yeah. First, uh, there's many uh, ways to look at this. So first of all, um, in the past, we were used to partner in a way that we say, hey, partner, here's a great product. You get some training, get out and sell it. Yeah. Wonderful world. I lived in this world. I enjoyed it. Uh, but now the, the process starts much earlier. We're starting long before we talk about the product to engage with our partners. The, the networking cloud, which we announced today, it is based on partner feedback. We designed it together with them. So we're starting to create offers much earlier. We're engaging different to the sales process. And back to your favorite topic, we need to be together uh, for the entire life cycle. Right. It's a complete different motion. The other thing, which is most obvious, is... Um, to achieve this new customer experience, also on the product and technology side, we need to partner with partners that we called before competitors. And the right. best example, you can see it here at uh, Cisco Live, is we are partnering with the number one competitor, the collaboration space. Oh, Microsoft. Yeah. And if, but we are addressing together the most important topic that we are hearing from customers. They hate it that they need to log in for different, into a different system to do Teams, to Zoom, Google, and all the other fancy stuff that is out there. The only solution that allows them to connect with whomever in the world with one fingertip is our WebEx devices. Right. So that's array why, uh, one of the new partnering. And that's the reason why we need to accept to partner with companies we might compete with in other areas. Yeah, and I think that's awesome, right? Because, I mean, that, that's it's a completely new way of thinking for all of us at Cisco. Um, one of the points of partnering differently, and I'm trying to remember it correctly, is bringing strengths together in new ways. Yeah. What, 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 what's in your mind about that? Yeah, um, at the end, a good partnership um, is built on trust and a lot of other things, but also you're, you're better uh, at a team together if each of us has different strengths. 
you build up strong teams not by eight guys that are all the same and right. have the same experience. You're trying to build up a diverse team, diverse in regards of capability and experience. And there's certain things that we can do very well. By the way, there's a couple of things we are not that good in. And on the other side, we know that some of our partners have very special, unique capabilities. It might be access to a market. It might be their own solutions, service capabilities. Or look at the advisor partner we're working more and more. And if we find a way to combine our strengths in the perfect way, that's the old logic. One plus one is at least four. At least. If, we do it, if we do it the right way. Right. And this is what we're focusing on when we're talking about mm -hmm. combining our strengths in the best way to create the best customer experience. That's awesome. Um, hey, you said something a few minutes ago I want to touch on real quick. Um, because I like to bring it up all the time, is that we listen to our partners, <laughs> right? We listen to our partners, and, and that's how we came up with some of our new products and our solutions. We didn't used to do that a whole lot. Oh, I, I, I disagree. Okay. Hey, um, and when I was a partner, um, I, I filled up all the surveys. I, I used whatever stupid stuff <laughs> sent me, and I filled in. And I there's a lot of comments, them. Yeah. Made all my comments. But that's the reason why they hired me. They want to get rid of that's the right. guy who's always complaining. He's spamming and us too much. We better exactly. throw him on board. It's cheaper to that's hire right. them. Um, so, but when I came to Cisco and got this role here, I was shocked that even Chuck at the ELT get these reports. Um, have we been good on following up on everything? No. There We're I agree better. with you. Okay. So, that's what we did much more over the last, uh, I would say, two to three years, maybe four years. We, ch we changed more. But this is something that gets reported. It gets even reported to the board. Every quarter, we have a report. We do a special one, as you know, on, yep. on the CX side. And I can tell you, if the feedback is not good, we get calls. We get problems. <laughs> because they ask us, oh, Oliver, Scott, why, why are they not happy with PLS? You need to fix it. So I think it is a very important uh, thing we still utilize. I think our response and reaction rate is getting higher. Good. All right. So kind of a myth, kind of busted. So, right? <laughs> Correct. Right. Hey, we're going to wrap up here in a few minutes. We could talk all day about this stuff, but I wanted to bring it home with, um, we've been doing a lot of work in the field with our partners. You've oh, been yeah. out there. We've been That's out some there. Great example. That's some so great examples. Talk to me about a good example of what yeah. we're doing where partners really latched on to some of our new strategy, and they're yeah. making a difference with customers now. Okay. So, first of all, uh, we engage in globally with a lot of top partners right now. The interesting thing is there's very different partners. There's partners that say, oh, that's new to me. Let's tr try this. But we also have partners that have been in this kind of business, I would say, for the last 100 years. And I mean it as I say. Because these are very old established companies that just rebuild themselves in certain uh, situations and they fully get this the best example if i can bring up an example I'd love is, to. Yeah. Is, is ibm right now uh, after the the separation between kindrel and ibm they revisited their business model and they realized what we are doing with the pls is the best opportunity for them they engaged in workshops i we had the full senior ibm team for a week here in San Jose. I spent a lot of time. I know you, Denzel, and the yeah. team spent a lot of time. And they are 100% engaged. They are embracing PLS like nobody else. It's, it's amazing how they're driving. Yeah, we sat in a room with them in Austin for a whole day, um, 10 VPs from IBM. 
and they had some feedback, but it was constructive. And they, but they were solutioning the entire time, so it wasn't a complaint session. Yeah. We walked out with the strategy that was in place that they've kind of accelerated now and done some really good work with. And I, th- I think you've seen some of that, right? Oh, I've seen a lot of this, and I've been in, engaged in the background because they were even. It was clear they want to do something uh, uh, which is right. Some of the discussions are tough because they question our model. They right. ask themselves, "Can they make enough money?" Is this something that, that is missing? Because we're not perf- perfect on all of this one, which is, by the way, important to continue to prioritize the development. But IBM is, is a very good example out of many, to be very clear, because we see more and more partners jumping on this. And we're getting to the po- uh, point where we get capacity problem. Right. But following up with all of these partners pays off. That's awesome. Hey, we're going we're gonna to wrap up. And, and Oliver, I couldn't thank you enough to take time out of your schedule at Cisco Live to come talk to me. Uh, it's truly been a great conversation. We'd love to have you back sometime. We'd I'm ready. To... Hey, you didn't invite it me was... for the last year, so I can yeah, do it weekly. It's... I, I've got a whole list of people I'm blaming. I'm telling you about that. So we're going we're gonna to follow up on that. Uh, thanks again. We're going to go uh, listen to Denzel's presentation here at the PSO session in a second. But thanks, everybody, for listening to the latest episode of Partner Perspective, where we were live from Cisco Live in Las Vegas. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Thanks.